We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that moth. It's fucking huge as well, by the way. Oh, anyway. Hey, mummies. I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to... I'm Grandmam! Woo! What's so funny? I'll never get sick of saying it, I don't think. I love it. I always just think, like, imposter syndrome delusions... When yeah, we're, when we're giving the intro, <laughs> like who do we think we are? Who do we think we are? But you love it, don't you, lads? It's the hottest day of the year. We're inside. It's literally the hottest day of the year, and we're inside recording the podcast because that's how much we love you. Also, I feel like lighting's after catching on. It's not. You said it earlier. That was just to appease you because I needed you to be in a good mood for the record. Oh, appease. Yeah, girl. Yes, girly. Also, apologies in advance because the neighbours. Have been going at it all week, but now today, I think... They've kind of made up. They've kind of made up and they're kind of being nice. But that also means they're playing music out in the garden, which is kind of sending us. Well, if you've seen my Instagram story during the week, follow my personal. Um, <laughs> with me and Kevin were just like working away and they were killing each other. They were. Like one of them just kept screaming like, I'm sorry, you don't know how sorry I am. And the other one was just like, I don't care. And we were so nosy. I would have loved to have known what was going on. So I would usually go out the back and be like, can you turn the music down? But I'm just kind of delighted they're back yeah. together. At least they're, at least they're like amicable, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I love amicable. I love, you know what? When I came out with that, I honestly was so chuffed for myself that I just came out with that in the moment. Sorry, girlies. Mammy. Aww. Aww. I told her I'd ring her after the record and she said, do that, please. Apologies. I always have the phone on silent. Yeah, girly. I'm getting pure laxy these days. Pure laxadaisical. That's the sun Is laxadaisical a word? It is now. Is it, though? Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, lads, scorching. Scorching. Do you know what I hate the most about the sun? What? Is everyone just presumes I'm going to burn a life. 
it's actually really rude. Like, just because I'm a pale Irish man with, like, fair-coloured hair, a bit ginge, they're yeah. like, be careful now, you in the sun. I tan, Mary. You want to get over yourself. Yeah, but also, I think it's good that people are being more cautious, right? I know, but, like... And as well, like, you have older-looking skin, so you really need to be careful. Shut Sorry. up. <laughs> couldn't keep a straight face. So you need to be careful with the SPF application, you know what I mean? You you need to, like, dose up. But I'm grand now since I got my mist. Oh, lads, talk now. Not a sponsored post, not an SP, but PJ got. It's stunning. I've never been more jealous of one of your purchases. Girls, I was in Boots the other day getting pure notions. I was just sick of doing the squirt squirt, you know, and then it's like... <laughs> but you know the way it's like, you're, like, painting yourself. Yeah. It's like doing your tan every day. I might as well get the mid out, you know what I mean? <laughs> So I saw this gorgeous thing was like dry mist. Which even sounds stunning, doesn't it? And it's basically... A product for the gaze. That you just... It's like deodorant. And you just spray on yourself. Now, I don't know if it's working or not. Because I can't see it going on. I just no, spray well, it on my body. Well, I haven't been getting burned. You haven't been. And neither have I. I've been using it as well. The only thing is though... I was like getting a bit carried away today and then I was spraying on my face and I was like <coughs> I was, it's basically like spraying deodorant in your face yeah it says not to spray on your face I think me buzzing off my tits in the bedroom <laughs> speaking of aerosols yeah. I saw on Twitter during the week I'm not sure if this is Photoshop or not I didn't really follow through with it you know when you're just kind of mindlessly scrolling which I've been doing a lot of lately yeah I download an app and all during the week to try and get me off the apps what's that? it's it basically you set a timer and it hides your apps. I don't know where they hides it, really. No. For a certain amount of time. I know, but desperate times, because I was like, I don't know, like, lads, I'm still furlough girlies, and I'm not complaining, obviously, because I'm getting paid, and I'm obviously grateful, yeah. or whatever. But I just be on the apps, and there's no need for it, you know what I mean? I was on Grindr there the other day, 10 o'clock in the morning, because they notified me, apparently, they're after releasing a Pride t-shirt, or something like that. I was telling you about it, That's wasn't I? stunning. I want it. What, the grinder one? I just love the idea of having, wearing a grinder t-shirt to like mass or something. Yeah. And no one have a clue what's going on. All oh, the choir gays skitting at me. <laughs> and the priest as well. Yeah, the Can priest. I say that? No, it'd be funny <laughs> though. You up in communion, the priest going. <laughs> giving you the, giving you the, um, what's it called? The dry bread, what's it called? The wafers. Communion. The way it The buttons. <laughs> the my chocolate buttons. No, they're far from my chocolate buttons. They're like dust. No. There was a fella in there here. I'm not going to name names, right? But he was walking back after communion. I was scraping his palate <gasps> with his finger. And I remember, and I was shouting over, I will say his name was. I can never think of names on the spot. Graham. And I was like, Graham! Graham! No! And I was roaring. I was like, stop! I was like, you can't! But why can't you? Why can't you? And as well, you know the way you were meant to like... Wait an hour after you'd eaten before you could receive it. But you'd be what? starving then going to mass. It's not swimming at all. <laughs> what, do we, what why do you need to do that? You know I heard a scathing expose. And I don't know, was this just someone trying to convert me, right? Well. That Protestants get actual bread. <laughs> <laughs> that is not, it's not the way for bread. Who told you that? I'm sure they get butter on it. And bread all. and butter and jam. I think they get like proper sandwiches. Protestants definitely put marmalade on their bread. Are we going to get cancer for that? No, I just thought, I think they have a more glam Holy Ghost. Do they? Yeah. It's not Holy Ghost, it's the host. What's the difference? It's his body, right? I'm not talking to you about it. Do you get sourdough bread? Imagine if it was sourdough. I don't know who told me that. It was definitely a Protestant trying to get me over to the community, right? 
I'd imagine so. Well, it would have worked if, like, if I knew where to go, but there sure there was no Protestant churches around me. No, you couldn't. Even. I remember there was a Protestant school down the hill, but I never once saw a child go in there or out of there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They had to go there through tunnels from their house. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love, like, Protestants. Well, we're all atheists, aren't we? Aren't we, mainly? I don't think I've been. Do I know any? Protestants. If I do, hi. Is this a religion app or what? <laughs> anyway, I was only talking about a photo on Twitter, basically, and also it's completely irrelevant now. Oh. But apparently, links are after releasing a new scent of Africa mixed with Marmite. What? Which just sounds stupid. That's some like marketing bullshit, you know. Sometimes I'd be in work, like, and they'd be always like, "You get to a creative idea, and you're like." This is just some marketing mumbo-jumbo. Really? Yeah. I love when you say mumbo-jumbo. But like, is that politically correct? Can you say mumbo-jumbo? Anyway, it's also Pride Month, girlies. Guys, it's Pride Month and you nearly forget because obviously the shops and stuff are only opening back up so you don't see posters of people promoting a new pair of Pride socks. You know what I mean? No, I'm confused though because every time I see a rainbow I'm like, is that for the NHS or is it for Pride? Actually, you say that but we went for a spin to Essex last week down to the beach. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. I think... (laughs) Well, I did. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, but on my way to Essex I saw so many rainbow signs and when I lived in Essex I was like... Oh my god, like, there was, like, one club in Basildon called Colours. You wouldn't take your enemy there. I love Colours, though. I love Colours. I love the idea of it, right? But anyway, we were en route to Essex, and every other sign we passed, all rainbows, all, like, pride colours. And I was going, oh my god, Essex is after getting so accepting. It was only then that I copped on the way back, and I saw all the NHS signs. I was going, crisis isn't for me at all. Yeah, it's so confusing, but, like... Whoever put the rainbow in the NHS thing, would they not stop and think, be like, oh, that's actually the gay flag. Maybe we'll just do our blue and navy like we always do. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, like, but... But also, like, I think the rainbow flag is very much... It's gay. Yeah, it's It's symbolic. a fucking rainbow, babe. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's what can be gayer. Like, imagine, like, the briefing they had for it, or imagine the team inside in the marketing room, and them going, Brilliant. Brilliant. Like, we've never seen that before on anything. Yeah, we have. But as well, like, they're doing such good work. I yeah. can't hate on them too much. That's the thing. And the, the nurses and all the frontline staff weren't the ones who were like, yeah. we're taking the rainbow girlies. Exactly. But um, I think it's also um, a good opportunity for us to be like, okay, so they can have the normal rainbow. It's 2020. Let's throw the trans pride flag onto our rainbow and ha- add the brown and um, black, black colours as well. Black colours as well, yeah, exactly. Isn't it really yeah. with the other colours? I love it. I want to get my hands on one for the room. If anybody makes the 2020 up-to-date pride flags, send them our way, girlies. Send them our way. Yeah, so if you don't have the new and improved inclusive pride flag these days going around with the trans flag and the brown and black stripe. You're very 2000 and late. <laughs> very 2000 and late, girlies. Very boom, boom, pow. Also, speaking of pride, we need to give a shout out to the biggest ally to ever speak for the community and that is none other than the one and only the very chaotic Britney fucking Spears oh my god I don't know who you're going to say there we have to talk about we her we have to talk she brightened my week this week with that speech I was having a bad day and then when she gave her address I just was loving it oh my god like sorry I know we're on about like 
the elections this year for 2020 for president, why is no one getting Britney on that campaign trail? We're just going to have to play it. To all my friends at the LGBTQ community, happy Pride Month. You guys bring so much heart, passion, and articulate everything you do. Because of you, I've had the best nights of my life. I love you so much, it hurts. Happy Pride Month. Baby, be quiet! I... What's going I on? Just, no, I honestly, I feel like Britney Spears is the only good celebrity. But there's so much to unpack in that. There is. First and foremost, I would just like to say we need to protect Britney Spears at all costs. We do. At we all must. costs. And also, I probably, I'd say, like, child guard the corners in her house. I feel like she runs into the corners of her gaff. <laughs> Why? She's just so lapsy She's <laughs> Look, she's just so like mad. She's random, isn't she? She's, she's so, so, ra- ran- so random. She's so bloody random. But like, the, I love the way to say she was <laughs> to all my friends at the at LGBT. the LGBTQ. Like it's a place. Like it's a bloody gaff that you'd have to step foot into. And I love that everyone's tweeting. This is the LGBTQ community center, and it's like. <laughs> A Polly Pocket house, like a big pink one. Oh, I didn't see any of those so tweets. Funny. That's hilarious. I feel like she had to look at her hands for the LGBTQ part. Is that awful? I know, it was so funny. But do you know what I mean? The other bit that I'm screaming at is you articulate everything you do. What does that mean? I love it. If she listened to one of our podcasts, she'd have to put up a new video being like, okay, sorry, I didn't mean the articulation bit. I actually heard two gays and I have a clue what's going on. On my headstone, when I pass, I want to have written, articulated everything he did. You want to be buried? Huh? Do you want to be buried? Oh, I didn't actually think about that. That's another rep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just get on to this week's theme. Yeah. This week's theme is... LGBTQ plus representation on screen. Alexa? Play What About Us by The Saturdays. Longest theme title ever. Ever. Also, the song is a bit of a reach. What About Us by The Saturdays, featuring Sean Paul. Oh, Sean Paul. I love this version. What? Who let him speak at the start of this? Pure people, you know, just sing on every song. So long, I'm suffocating. Pure in the tropics. Very that. Pina clad in hands. Hips, 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 hips. Change level. Step forward, forward, back. <laughs> Side. We need to start recording this with visually. Yeah, with them five, six. Una to the front. Ripper. Ripper to the left. Rochelle takes center. <laughs> Fist in I the air. I used to love their microphone choreography of the Saturdays. So what's up, babe? Rochelle. Chest. I love this song. What's up, baby? baby what about Everyone jump! Frankie to the front! Me in the back. Words you say. What about us? Oh! Love that. Give me some auto tune. Oh! Babe, that's been the first time ever you've stopped her. No, I think I stopped her before. I think I usually, well, I felt very robbed of my role. I'm sorry. But yeah. I love that you took control at the same time. Yeah, but you were getting way too into it. I love the Saturdays. I think they just got summer 
And put it in a song. That's like, what it is. So summery. It's so summery. I'm seeing palm trees. I'm seeing sipping on straws. I'm Paper seeing, straws. Yeah. Um, legs or sausages. What are they? Like, you know, you take a picture of your legs and you go, like, <laughs> the sausages. But you looked like you were holding a train. Oh, sorry. So I thought it was, like, an hors d'oeuvre. I'm seeing that kind of energy, though. Very that. Flirting at the pool. Yeah. Lots of that. I gave all of them a role during the Alexa, but I couldn't remember the last two girls' names. Did you say Molly? No, Molly. See, I really resonated with Molly because she pure lisp. Did you ever tell me? Oh, speaks. did Molly have a lisp? Molly had a thing with, um, I think it was her tongue placement. Was she like the one from 3LW? Very. I like, love that when, song. I love her. But when she was in the booth, were they not going? Were they not like, okay, babe, can you try that again, but like less wet? <laughs> but they all. <laughs> but they obviously knew when they got her into the band that she had a bit of an impediment. Okay. Pure Diana Vickers, like it's like a, like a singing style. But I kind of love it. Do you? Yeah, I do love it. I love the reference to Three LW. I love them though. I love that song. Is that song in our playlist? It needs to be. I think it is though. So. Oh really? I think it could be. Okay. If, if not, not, we'll add it. We'll add it. Anyway, girlies, we know what about us was a stretch, but it is not really because if you take the title of the song, yeah, that's what we're asking when we were growing up when we were looking at TV shows and films. We were like. What about us, girlies? Yeah. Where is where is me? Like, where's the gay man? Where's the lesbian? Where's the person who's other and the person exactly. that I see myself in? You know what I where's mean? Where's the trans boys and girls, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's all spurred on by Nickelodeon. Also, I feel like we've always known it, but it just hasn't been spoken about, really. It was just... It was kind of assumed, but it was never, like, explicitly stated. It's kind of like, you know, when we came out to our mams, they were probably like, oh yeah, the signs were always there. The signs were always there when yeah. they think back about it, but still they were kind of a bit like, it, it took them a bit by surprise, but once they evaluated it, not shocked at all. Have we said who we found out was gay? Oh, we haven't. Oh. Is this a big reveal? Yeah. Who's come out as gay? Tell them, tell the listeners. Girls, no other than the icon, the queen, SpongeBob fucking SquarePants. We now know what the bottom bikini bottom stands for. <laughs> SpongeBob has been a bottom this whole time. I love it, but yeah, everyone in SpongeBob was gay. I think that's what I've been thinking about. Also, I've been examining it. Like I always presumed Squidward would be first to come out. He was very gay. Yeah, I just think because Squidward was older, older generation, it was probably harder for him to come out than SpongeBob. Yeah, but he was always. Very gay, wasn't he? Yeah, but Patrick's a bear. Patrick's very bear energy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. I kind of loved Patrick. I love Patrick. Sandy's definitely a bit of a queer icon, isn't oh, she? Oh, Sandy is a lesbian. Is definitely a lesbian, I'd imagine. Yeah, really, and isn't I she? Live. Did you like Spongebob growing up watching it? I think I'd have it on in the background kind of vibe. I wouldn't be too into it. No, I think I loved it. I love the theme song. It's just the lyrics are like very WB8. Are they? Absorbent and yellow and porous is he? Iconic lines. Poetry. Also, I was doing some reading up on SpongeBob being a gay icon, <laughs> and they were saying that you know the way it's so weird because you have these like standout characters who we just said we all feel were mm. a bit queer, and then all those fish who looked the same are the heteros. <gasps> now that sounds kind of rude, but it was just kind of like I think it's because they were like bringing the queer characters to the forefront okay. and really making them stand out because sometimes I know this sounds kind of awful but you ever get a look off someone and I use this 
kind of terminology a lot. I'm not sure if it's offensive. But I'd say, and they pure fish from Spongebob. I never heard you say that ever. I kind of love it. I can't, I just... Of course, is a school of fish? Yeah, school. Go part of the school. <laughs> if someone's pure boring, he's pure part of the school. It's one thing being like, oh, Spongebob is gay. I'd love for them to drop, like, a love interest into the programme. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I was to put us as Spongebob characters, I would put you as Spongebob and me as Patrick. <laughs> okay. I'm not offended by that. Yeah. I feel like Spongebob is a bit more studious. Also, a big, huge... <laughs> what was that him? Yeah. No, like, nerdy lines. Yeah, okay. Patrick, you're dumb. No, I'm joking. Studious. <laughs> but also, a major red flag for Spongebob being gay was him... Do you remember the episode when he was driving the car and learning him to drive and he could never drive and he was crashing into everything? So what other characters do we feel like were, like, intrinsically gay but it mightn't have been stated explicitly? Oh, as you, th- you think now that Spongebob's come out, all the other cartoony bits can start coming out. Because there definitely was, like, other cartoons who would have been gay, you know what I mean? And if oh, they weren't, let's say they were. Obviously, like, we, the Emperor from Emperor's New Clothes... Yes He is a sassy gay bitch I loved him the, I completely forgot about him You don't really think about that Growing up About yeah. like The sexuality of the characters No you wouldn't Especially because it's all Very innocent as well But they're cartoons But it's great for us Now having moved on To go oh my god They were actually pure gay Yeah One character I feel like That I probably knew At the time was pure gay was Velma from Scooby-Doo. Pure lesbian vibes. Yeah, Velma is, yeah. Definite feminist. Definite feminist, yeah. Loves a turtleneck. Yeah. Are we... Is this very stereotyping? Yeah. But also... <laughs> but also, on that right, Fred was also... I know he a bit's going on with Daphne, but I think that Fred was also gay. He I was rocking he, a neckerchief. I think he was on the down low. I think he was heavily on the DL. Him and Barney doing oh, bits. Him and who? Barney. Who's Barney? His bestie. Fred's best friend was Barney. Yeah. Who's Barney? Barney is Fred's best friend, babe, from the Flintstones. And he used to be riding in the back of the Tuk Tuk. <laughs> Wait, where was Scooby-Doo? Oh, I thought you wanted about the Flintstones. <laughs> I thought you wanted about the Flintstones. I'm so confused. I was looking at you like, what are you on about? Velma from the Flintstones. I was like, I don't remember Velma from the Flintstones wearing a turtleneck. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were on about her pearls. I was the whole time. (laughs) The whole time I was I thought you were on about the ginger one from the Flintstones. No, the whole time. Did I not say Scooby-Doo? It just went over my head. The whole time I was looking at you and you were literally like, nah, I can tell you being like, not really agreeing with it and I was like no she definitely is like pure lesbian no what's your one from the Flintstones with the pearl necklace she's Wilma is she Wilma Wilma Velma you know what I mean the very similar but him and you were like I was like oh Fred <laughs> but Fred's her fella but Fred's her fella so that I can understand and then Bernie's his best friend <laughs> sorry that was the crossover we never knew we needed <laughs> but you know sorry I can't explain <laughs> 
<laughs> we should have maybe ran these by each other before. Yeah, maybe. But remember the neckerchief that Fred used to wear. Of the blonde twink Fred. No, he was pure. Fred was pure muscly Muscle jock. jock. You know that phase when all the lads started wearing the neckerchiefs? Did I ever speak about that? And I bought the yellow one inside in Top Man. And I looked like a trolley jelly from Ryanair. I was <laughs> mortified. Honestly, the biggest waste of six quid ever. Now, they look stunning on some lads. Sometimes I see a neckerchief on a lad and I'm literally like... That's the hottest thing ever. I've never seen one neckerchief on anybody and thought it was hot. Ever? No, not once. Do you remember that guy? Remember the guy with... You're not going to remember this is so specific. At the festival and I goes, look at him and he had a sleeveless <laughs> denim jacket. And he had... He just had it open and he had the neckerchief. No, but... <laughs> I, I actually... I'm taking it back. I don't mind if the neckerchief is a bit loose and the kind of flicky bits are at the front... Pure I, European like. Yeah, I hate when it's to the side. Yeah, I don't like it to the side either, to be honest. Anyway, what other cat? I can't believe you thought I was on. Also, Fred Flintstone is the furthest thing from a gay man. I think he was on the DL with Bernie. He'll never come out though. He'll so never come out. There's no okay. point in me even shaming him now because he's not going to bother. Okay, so what other characters you do you even think know? Do you even know about gay in the BC? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they Back were the cavemen. Age. I feel like it was probably more of a common thing then. But yeah, probably. Yeah. Pure Neanderthal, like. Yeah, I don't Everyone getting with everyone. Yeah. What other characters do you think were gay that we never knew about? I think the Powerpuff Girls was really gay energy. Yeah. And the first in the Powerpuff Girls themselves. Yeah. Rogue, but I think Bubbles was gay. I thought you were going to say Buttercup. The green one. Yeah, and I think people used to always be like, oh, Buttercup's the gay one. But I think she actually wasn't. I say she's mad for the ride with the fellas. But I think Bubbles <laughs> was the gay one. Really? Yeah, lipstick lesbian. Lipstick lesbian, maybe, actually. Yeah. Which, and yeah, then, actually, then would you say it? And then we have him, who was obviously the biggest icon ever. Him was the biggest. I think they were gender non-binary, him. Well, he was called him. Well, it was called him, so maybe not. Maybe not. I did love the tie-high leather boot. I literally, like, not like, identified with them, but was drawn to them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're very calm, and the way they spoke was yeah. so, like, debonair. I love debonair. I, is debonair, is that, am I using that right? I don't think so. I don't think so, but I love it, and I'm keeping it in. Yeah. Him was stunning. Stunning. Also, a bit of a spanner in the works here with this one. Okay. The Morbegs. Who? Morbegs from Morbegland. Green and orange. Yeah. The Den. Like the Minions? No, they were on after school. Big, huge. Oh, you see, I was in Den Energy. You were Den Energy. Yeah, but everyone in Ireland used to watch the Morbegs. The Morbeg line. I never watched the under... Den, babe. We had Sky. Disney Channel. <laughs> you keep watching the Den, you. You don't know the Morbegs no. at all. Well, no. people listening are definitely going to know who the Morbegs are. Also, I want to state that I was definitely kind of petrified of the Morbegs. Let me show you a picture and tell me if you think these characters would suit... A children's TV programme, Well, right? the Morbegs already sound, like, terrifying. Terrifying. Actually, you're so right. They sound like thieves. The Morbegs. RTE. Oh, they're so gay. They're so gay. I don't, think, I don't think they're scary. No, that's actually... That's scary. Well, they're just kind of like a cheap Sesame Street, aren't they? You can't say that. What? They look... 
They, the more bigs on National Treasures. It looks like the fella from Sesame Street from the bin, and they just they had some leftover like um, zebra print, and they sold on the air so they wouldn't get sued for copyright. Is that ears or is it a hat? You're right. It's 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 ears. I never saw that as there is. I always thought of it as headwear. Speaking of zebra headwear, Tipsy from the Teletubbies was yeah. gay. Remember they used to give them all like props. And like, it, I think it was kind of assumed that Tinky Winky and Dipsy were kind of lads, wasn't it? Oh really? No, I never put gender on the Teletubbies. Oh, see, I think we did because there was four of us, like four siblings. We all used to watch Teletubbies together. Oh, okay. Shane was Tinky Winky, Robert was Gypsy, I was Pure Lala, <laughs> and Sarah was Poe, which used to kind of send her, because Poe would always be like the dozy one. I, I had a soft spot in my heart for Poe, though. Maybe that's why I have a soft spot for Sarah. Because <laughs> she's the kind of dozy one. Also, this came to me just before we started recording. I don't know how, don't ask me why, but... Lads, I think this is definitely one for the Irish listeners, because we grew up with it. Did you do Letterland in school? No. For learning the letters? No. But the queer people I was going to speak about was the kissing cousins. That's the sc- incest. <laughs> they were teaching you about cousins who were kissing Actually, each other. Actually, now that we pull it apart, I don't think it would ever stand on its legs today. The kissing cousins. But my thinking behind them being the kissing cousins is that she was lesbian, he was gay, so they used to pure kiss in front of their friends that didn't know they were cousins to detract attention away from them being gay. You know what I mean? No, you're after piling way too many narratives on that. I'm okay. still going away with the fact that they were telling you that they were kissing cousins. What letter was it? X. Because obviously they couldn't think of anything else. Like, oh, they weren't okay. going to say Xylopolis. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, um, the kissing cousins is a no-no. Like, X. No, because... <laughs> That's actually what it should mean. No, but X because you'd kiss, like... Oh, oh I remember my sister telling me actually now I think it's all outdated because now it's been um, changed for phonetics. In other words, so you'd say phonetics. like phonetics. 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 <laughs> phonetics, whatever it's called. <laughs> and now it's been changed for phonetics. <laughs> I didn't say that. Phonetics, yeah, whatever. So they'd pure be like, bah. hello. It's ethics. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so that's enough speculating about queer characters. Yeah. 
Um, when was the first time you actually like saw like an LGBTQ person on screen? When was your like earliest memory? Um, to think about it, I think. I remember there was an episode of Father Ted, which I no longer stand because, what? yeah, because the creator is pure, like, chaotic, if you ever see him. Actually, oh. don't even search him on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Complete, like, <gasps> pure dope, dickhead, bigot. Don't even search him, girlies. Oh, my God. But on that, I remember, you know, the way Father Ted was pure the thing you shouldn't have watched when you were growing up. Yeah. And as well, I think it is a bit, like, it wouldn't stand on its feet today. No, it's very of its time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um... But there was the episode, remember, in the caravan that Graham Norton was in. Yeah. And he did, like, a Bohemian Rhapsody, and he was like, I really, really, really like Tony. I remember watching him, and I didn't, I don't think I found Father Ted particularly funny. I thought it was great when he kicked the Pope up the ass. I remember screaming at that randomly. But I remember thinking Graham Norton in that episode was hilarious. I remember like lads in my class in primary school would be like, oh my God, will you do the, the sketch? Aww. And I used to do it. And I remember then on Graham Norton when he obviously got his TV show then. And I think obviously when I was a young fella, I wasn't really watching like, you know, panel shows or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I remember watching him one night and then I remember my dad being pure and allergic to Graham Norton. I think he would probably watch him now, but I remember one time I was kind of sitting down watching, he was like, I turn him off. Like, and I remember thinking, you know, because he used to wear those really gorgeous, like, blazers yeah. that were always, like, a sterling colour. You don't have to wings. tell me, babe, you know I stand Graham Norton. You know I stand Graham girlies. So I think, actually, for me, as well, coming from someone who had, like, the black box growing up. Yeah. I think Graham Norton probably was one of the first gay people I remember on TV. And I remember the fact that he was Irish. I was like, oh, my God, look at this really camp person who has this really big platform is doing really well for himself. Like, I'm obsessed with him. That's mad that I was your first person. Like, but it is amazing, like, to... He is such a role model for us. He is, me. he is, yeah. Like, I, I need to read his autobiography. I, he has a few... He's writing novels and all these days. He has wine and everything these days. Get your money, babe. I feel like he'd love us. I think we'll get him on, will we? Will we? Graham. I feel like he's pure busy. But actually, apparently, he's very approachable. When he goes back home during the summer and all, I think they've a house doing in Bantry. He'd go to the local... And he'd be taking pics with all the girlies inside. So sure, the lads in there probably are like, who's your man? Like, we don't know him from Adam. I see all the fellas be taking pickies as well. I'd love a hug off Graham. I'd love a hug from him too. We'd be a skit on the show. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, okay. so are we? But, but I do agree. Yeah. Was there a standout moment for you when you like saw like a queer character? I remember this so well, and you know my memory like. But... Actually, now thinking of it, I don't remember it that well because <laughs> I don't remember was it Coronation Street or EastEnders. But remember there was that gay couple, I think it was it was a Saeed, his name was? Saeed and Christian. Saeed and Christian. EastEnders, right? Christian was an EastEnders. Is EastEnders, check. Saeed and Christian. The man's Alan Partridge, isn't that his name? Christian and Saeed. What's the actor who names who plays Saeed? I'm gonna check there now. Played by Mark Elliott, Saeed Masood. And he had the kind of affair with Christian Clark, who was played by John Partridge, not Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge is like <laughs> a weird comedian, isn't he? Who's he again? You know me with names. Who's Alan Partridge again? I should know this. I know him to see. <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you know what I mean? I can see his face now. But you're so right. I remember that storyline on TV as well. And I used to take myself out of the room. Really? Yeah, because I was very drawn to it. Like... 
too much. Yeah, same. I was the opposite. Like, I never watched a soap in my life. And that when that storyline started kicking in, me, like... They were like, oh, Peter, you have to get well into the soaps. I am like, well, they always have it on, like... <laughs> me. Oh, my God. It was the hottest thing ever. It was. When they were kissing. I was I was nearly getting palpitations watching them. Palpa. But you know what I loved as well about it? It was the first time I saw um, gay men openly love each other. Yeah. So it wasn't like... Because obviously I could Google porn... Or like I could But like This is the first time I saw a gay storyline That wasn't just about sex Yeah so like, Obviously they were having sex in bits And obviously that was unreal But like there was a moment In the storyline Where Christian gets pure chaotic Because um, So he's afraid to come out And he paints in red paint On his wall <gasps> Like I love you I remember you. that And I remember watching that And I used to Have the fear of God me Because I, I thought in my head I was never going to come out But like I was like, if I ever did, like, ever do bits with a fella, I'd fear God in me that he'd fall in love with me and paint, like, I love you on my wall, and my wife would see it. I kind of love that. But it was it was so weird. I remember, like, the it was so visceral watching these two men, like, mm-hmm. love each other, and I was so, like, I was envious of them. I wanted to be them. Yeah. I also, then I was also really sad because I thought that I would never... Have that. Have that. I know what you mean. So many emotions joining senders. I've actually forgotten about that, really. Yeah, but it, like, it was so important. And that's what we're saying. Like, the representation of, like, the writing team there being like, no, number one, we're going to show um, two gays on camera, like, having a loving relationship. And then we're going to show the turmoil between, like, their religion and their beliefs. Like and yeah. their families getting in the way of that. It was like it was iconic. Like, yeah, was ahead of its time. Even like so, you being a brown man. That's like, what I was saying. Like him being gay, that must have been huge. You know what I mean? And for like young gay people looking up to those characters and being like, oh my god. Now, did it end well? Was it kind of chaotic ending? I don't remember the end because I just remember that scene and you know the memories. But yeah. But um, <laughs> you just remember all the sexy bits. I just remember the sexy bits and the, the, the dramatic display of love. Love that though. I think in the end it didn't end well. I think he went away. Who? I think Saeed went away, didn't he? I don't know. What 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 did Alan? Because Partridge he meant to get in? married. He was. I it's remember not Alan Partridge, babe. <laughs> I to keep looking at my. <laughs> I'm to keep. I still have the Wikipedia page open. I'm to keep looking at it. I'm, I don't keep. I don't know who Alan Partridge is. I was going to say, remember John Patrick saying I wasn't too fond of him on Celebrity Big Brother. Do you remember those iconic moments with, um, with Jimmy Collins? She go, you're obsessed with me. Yeah. Do you remember that? I used to, oh, well, we could do a whole up on Jimmy Collins. Oh, we could. Well, I'm, well, she needs to come on the podcast as well. You have, she has her own one, obviously. I feel like she'd love. I feel like she'd love, but I, we wouldn't get, we wouldn't get a word in Edgeways for once. Which would be, like, that would be an... Awful change of circumstances, wouldn't it? She's just the most quotable person ever. Ever. I love, I love her. her ASMR when she's like, It's that thing where she says, Remember, she's walking past, she's like, See, I made that woman's day. Get a release form. Get a release form. I, I love this. No, but you're so right. I think like they were moments for us that obviously stood to us and I suppose um, made us feel like we weren't alone. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we're just so used to living in a heteronormative society where. Oh. Typically, like any displays of affection or any mm-hmm. like romantic interest on screen are between like a man and a woman. You yeah. know what I mean. So the more representation, obviously, the better because like also, it's reflective of the world we live in. Exactly. You know what I mean. And I think um, it is getting better. Like there's way more. Like yeah. so now we're seeing more like trans people on TV. We're seeing more like 
bisexual people or yeah. she, uh, even sex education had like an asexual storyline oh yeah I forgot about sex education having that they were lobbing all of the LGBTQAI all the alphabet in they were like no it did seem that they were trying to pack all of it in but I kind of love that they did oh me too the more the merrier but like there are some people who are doing it really right yeah and exactly and then I do think there are some people who I'm like is there anyone queer on your writing team or yeah. production team because like like we went to see Love Simon, remember that? Yeah. And like, oh I my god, that was a scream. Remember, we got free tickets. What was I on? Chappie's like a gay dating app over here. And it was actually kind of lovely what they did. They gave out, um, you could claim free tickets to go see, like in its first week, I think, you could see Love Simon. Obviously, the premiere, yeah. I think the idea was that you take someone that you were chatting to. Obviously, I took you. And I was screaming then because remember, you were pretending to be my date the whole time. And you were like, babe! I loved it. I like Kevin was like in the like lobby because I was coming from work or something. And I came in and I goes, "Oh, you don't really look like your picture." <laughs> and he was like, "Shut up!" And everyone there like Looking, was getting laughing, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, I loved it. Oh, that was really funny. But you're so right. What do we think of Love Simon? Um, I just thought like I don't know. It still had the weird like trope. So like yeah. the really gay one. I wanted a storyline about the really gay. Yeah. Character. Like, like why was he like like why was his storyline secondary and like even the the gay fella was quite like mass presenting yeah. but he was a straight guy as well first of all so maybe that's why we lacked a connection with him yeah like the actor who played Simon like obviously it's still, obviously any representation is good and I'm not yeah. like shitting on it right? exactly I think it, for what it was worth it's it's good to see a representation rather than nothing yeah in most cases but I do think. Like it was like a straight white actor number one playing him, and the storyline was a bit like him struggling to come out, and he comes out, and I was just kind of like, okay, but like, yeah, that we've that's a played out storyline exactly, and as well, hello, it's theater and film. How many gay actors are out there? How many young yeah. up and coming gay actors are there that could have played the gay character, or even? But what about the fella who turned out to be the love interest, Keenan Lonsdale? Oh my god, obsessed with him. The gay community would have rallied behind it in force. We love Keenan Lansdale. Well, know what I mean? you love Keenan Lansdale more than anyone I know. Really? Babe, you talk about him all the time. You're only waiting to do an episode on him. I think he's so cute. He is. He is cute. He's pure cute. And I feel like... I don't know. I just feel like he's I the love most person with the community. And he's like unapologetically queer. Like, he's ve- But that's, that's what I want to see. I want to see the character who isn't like, you know... Who, who I know is queer and I don't have to yeah, guess around exactly. it. Do you know what I mean? What you said there with regard to having queer people on a panel, having gay, having lesbian, having trans people, non-binary people on a panel, about when you're doing a show about that community, mm-hmm. like it just makes so much sense. And I think a really good representation of that is the likes of Pose. Where you oh had, my god, yeah. First of all, I think, have we spoken about Pose before? I don't know, but girlies, if you're not watching Pose, it's on Netflix now, so you have no excuses. No excuses. Binge it, or friend Nadine's watching it and she's crying every night in bed. It's honestly, I, I think, you know what, I want to go so far as to say, as well, because like we've been to a few of the um, Vogue balls over here. <laughs> as well, like we've been to the balls. <laughs> we do frequent a ball from time to time, we'd like to serve a look. Yeah. But I remember like, some of my best nights out in London have been like, attending balls. Yeah. And like, oh my God, I just have so much respect for the like ballroom community and yeah. coming from like a dance background where you're told to like dance like a man, yeah. be pure masculine and mm-hmm. just seeing that and being in love with it. I remember falling in love with dance all over again. And Pose, I think, 
just does that really well you know what I mean yeah. and they like have like actual like ballroom choreographers like coming in to like teach some yeah. of their teams they have Janet Mock who's a trans woman of colour uh, as director yeah who, who are all the people in it everyone, MJ Rodriguez yeah everyone who plays a trans character in it is actually trans is actually trans yeah exactly like you have India who plays Angel oh my god like, she's iconic obsessed with all of them and as well it's like it just shows you you know because some people I think use it as a scapegoat of like oh um Surely we should go for um, merit and like credibility as an actor first, but like, and that should yeah. like be of importance. Yeah, of course, but the talent exists. Yeah, yeah. So cast from within that, it makes no sense mm-hmm. not to, right? And you know what I think? Post is another job as well because because they went they went with people who know the ballroom scene. Yeah. They cast authentically. Yeah. And they have people who understand the struggles that trans people go to mm-hmm. on the writing team that it just is like an authentic portrayal of what it is so you get to know the history of ballroom through the show and then when we are at the balls and stuff we can respect it more and yeah. we know that we're um we are gay but we're like white people in this queer space that obviously came from like a black queer people yeah if you haven't watched Paris is yeah. Burning oh my god another pride watch mm-hmm. to watch in this month and it's not even just for like telling like um, a cult community kind of like like the ballroom scene it's not even about telling that story like if you look at I know you're going to say I'm obsessed but Euphoria you love Euphoria I'm obsessed Scarlet you might have to legally stream it if you don't got the money to pay for <laughs> Prime but get on it it's unreal but um there's a trans character in that called Jules, yeah. played by Hunter, who's this gorgy model. Um, and what I like about her storyline is that they tell like her like her trans like journey, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not really like the focus of the character. Like yeah. it's just this trans girl; she's living her life. Yeah. And you see like her relationships and the way she interacts with people, and obviously, because she's trans, that comes into the storyline and that yeah, plays a part. But it's not all just based around her struggles being trans. It's yeah. also just based around the struggles of her being a teenager, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, that's stunning. Exactly. On that, the other show that I was thinking of, because um, I recently watched, I was telling you, Disclosure on Netflix, and watch it, and what it's basically about is, like, um, trans representation in um, TV and film, like, throughout the years. And honestly, such an important watch. There's a moment at the end of it which had me, like broken basically it's um one of the trans women jen richards she's speaking about a moment that actually came from what was that reality show that um caitlin jenner did um after her transition but it basically followed her like meeting up with like in this scene she met up with like parents of trans kids yeah and it was about this father speaking about not like coming to terms or like learning to accept that his child was trans, but basically like going beyond acceptance and how he was speaking about it being this massive gift to him that he was like um, given this glorious child who was so special and so unique. I don't know what I was born the other night watching it, but I, and I was going over too. But and I'm getting emotional now again. But and she was speaking of Jane Richards and she was saying like she'd taken so long to come to terms with who she was and just learning to accept herself and you're so cute and she was saying like like seeing the father go beyond acceptance basically yeah like it was just so beautiful for her to see and like it's like yeah why do we always think of it as like 
oh yeah, oh, like hopefully they accepted or this yeah. aspect of me. It's you know what I mean. And the fact that the child by coming out to you and being able to transition and be the gender that they want to be, how happy their child is, you'll just be you should just be buzzing that your child is as happy as they can be. You exactly, know I mean? you know what I mean? And just the fact that they're being truthful with themselves and the, the fact that your your child is so in tune with themselves and you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're adorable ball and No, that really had me the other night and it really kinda and then I ended up, you know me, sliding into the DMs. <laughs> I had to slide into generations just DMs. You saying. did not. I had to, do you know what I mean? So that, I was going to say on that, but also they have the creators of sense which we love. We love sense Lads, so. if you haven't watched sense as well, you're getting all, this is like a Netflix set. Yeah, exactly. So, so far, just to clarify, we have Pose that you need to watch. You have to watch... Uh, Euphoria You need to watch Disclosure, Disclosure. And Sensate so if, if, you, if you're gay And you haven't watched Sensate Like what are you doing We're taking back The credentials <laughs> Because Basically First of all It has Some of the best Sex orgy scenes In cinematic history Like Stunning Stunning but I also, cried at one of them Really? Yeah I think I did too it, it, They were all on like A mountain or something they were everywhere having the orgies yeah, weren't they? Or- it was so funny because they'd be like doing these scenes and then they just come to an orgy. But besides from that, it was stunning. But um they had two the two of the creators behind that, I can't think of their names, but they're also in the disclosure documentary. They're both trans as well. Mm-hmm. And they also had the trans character Know Me in it. Yeah, love And her. again, like you were saying, in um in Euphoria. Euphoria. I have watched that. I watched the first step and couldn't get into it. Loads of drugs and you'd hate it. Loads drugs. of drugs and I just kinda got mm-hmm. weird watching it. But on that, um, again, like, there was a bit of, like, a storyline with regard to um, her having this struggle with her parents, who were, like, mm-hmm. these awful people. But aside from that, it was, like, her love story, you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, there was so much more to her as well, you know what yeah, I mean? Which literally. I loved. There's definitely been progression, but yeah. there's so much room for so much more. And let's not seeing those happy endings, you know what I mean? Let's start, exactly. Let's stop characterising... The trans person as like the villain or the person who has the tragic death. You know what I mean? Let's talk about their love stories. Let's talk about all these other aspects. And as well, I just want to see like a gay character who's just gay. And it's like, that's it. Like, it's not like, they're, yeah. not, they're not struggling with their sexuality. They're just gay. They're just gay. And it's like, you're just like, oh yeah, that's cool. They're just a pure gay lord. And it's just, or just like, like a lesbian girl who's like, yeah, she's just a lesbian. What was that? And this is another watch. And it's not like, oh, this is a, like a gay coming of age. Yeah. Before the lesbians, there was, what, is it Booksmart? Yeah. I thought that was, that's been one of my favourite comedies. Booksmart, of you must watch that as well, girlies. The last two or three years. It's fucking hilarious. So funny. That scene where they take the pills and are all over the gap and become cartoons. I was screaming. Loved it. But I loved that, like, the other girl in it, that she was just, like... Pure gay, yeah. and it was like it wasn't this like oh my god. That is like just she was just a gay, and that was it. I loved it. Loved it. Anyway, enough on that. Enough on that. There's your watch list, girlies. Get back to us and let us know how you get on. <laughs> okay, so there's so much progression happening, and we're weak for it, right? Mm-hmm. But me and Kevin were like, there's so many films from before or shows that if they were gay, they would have just been better. Way better. Yeah. And like, it was like, it was a missed opportunity. A missed op. Like, give an I mean? example, girl. Right, so one that I came up with, and I was kind of skipping, was, right, and hear me out this one. Yeah. Camp Rock. Do you remember Camp Rock? Yeah. Rock. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato, but it's Camp Rock. So it's <gasps> a load of camp musical theatre teenagers who go to musical theatre camp 
And they're doing like pop rock. Pop rock. But that's exactly. what that rock was, but like gayer. But gayer, because as well, like, I would have, first of all, I would have loved that for myself growing up, just going to a pure, like, gay camp rock. Yeah. So it's emphasis, like, definitely, if they're doing the movie title, the camp is in bold, or maybe I- italics would make it a bit gayer. Yeah. Italics are very gayer and then. More glitter. Glitter on the camp. I love it. That was just one very, of the ideas. Very, like, Met Gala theme. Very. <laughs> 2021. 2021. Let's speak it into existence. I love it. Any ideas from you? Uh, do you remember that film, Fifty First Dates? Yeah. And I know it's about amnesia and stuff, right? Drew Barrymore in it. Yeah, where she smacks her head and she keeps repeating the same day, which sounds like a trek. Kind of goes on for ages as well, I know. doesn't it? But if Fifty First Dates was two fellas, right? Yeah. Sure, he'd ride the other fella on the first night. <laughs> And then he just go back the next day and your man just pretends like he doesn't know him. That's just like a normal day in the gay community. So it'll just be first dates. It'll just be first dates. And the film will be around 10 minutes long. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's a short movie, actually. Okay, so one other that I came up with was Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, iconic. I think you're just doing puns. <laughs> is, that your whole, is that your whole list? You've, you've discovered me. You know I love a bun. I don't think my whole list... Actually, they're all looking like puns. <laughs> Camp Rock, Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, no. Well, no, actually, they're not all puns. Okay, anyway, give, me, give me the plot of Bend It Like Anyway, Beckham. Bend It Like Beckham is basically... See, I loved Bend It Like Beckham. I think it was like a cult classic, right? Yeah. But basically... Basically, a- you knew you could make a pun out of the title. <laughs> You don't have any plots stop trying to make one up on the spot. But it's just the way it was, but it's gay, kind of. Okay. And your man, he's like, basically, he's, okay, this is it. I've just discovered it. He's basically <laughs> mad into the football, right? It's a fella. Okay. Even though I do like that they gave the platform, like that it was a okay, football yeah, movie. Okay, yeah, 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 it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay, but, <laughs> but it's about a, a fella who's pure like, like going to be the next David Beckham, uh-huh. but then he's pure gay I feel like that's a film already is it? yeah but if it's not it's not let's do that let's do that (laughs) right one that isn't a pun that I had was Nightmare on Washington Street what's that? instead of Nightmare on Elm Street you know Freddy Krueger yeah it's Nightmare on Washington Street which is where Chambers is which is the gay club in Cork I thought you were doing like a political president one oh no scandal no, that'd be Washington D.C. as opposed to okay. Street. No, there could be Washington Street in the States as well. I don't know. Nightmare on Washington Street, in the context you're saying, is just like a Saturday night. Yeah, kind of like that. But basically, to make it gay, it's a fella who is basically like kind of dancing with a fella for the whole night inside in Chambers, the gay club in Cork. Yeah. But then he loses them, and then he goes to get food afterwards. He's getting a kebab on Washington Street somewhere, then bumps into the fella again. But it's pure mortified because he can't kiss him because his breath is reeking a kebab. Oh, that that is a horror. Yeah, again, it's probably going to be a short movie as opposed to a f- No, I think you length. could draw that out. We could probably, knowing us, we could draw you'd it out. You'd have pre-drink. No, first you'd have yeah. get ready pre-drinks. <laughs> you'd have the club. Yeah. The shots. The dancing. The dancing. The kebab after. The morning after. Oh, is he still going to, is he going to hook up, do you think, still? Well, Maybe. we don't want to give it away now, do we? Yeah. But we'd still have the, like, the aftermath, wouldn't okay, we? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Any other? Titanic. Yeah. It's a gay cruise. <laughs> so, it, when they do the tradition, um, 
bit in the in the basement. Yeah. It's like a techno rave. Love it. Like Very XXL. Like, yeah. Like all, all the lads are topless. V Berlin. V Berlin energy. Yeah. Then when it's sink. <gasps> oh, moth. Sorry. What? There was something What's on my that? leg and I thought it was your toe, but it was a moth. Why is, what's a moth doing that low? Very low for a moth. Very low flying moth. <laughs> That's the one thing I hate about the heat is the flies and the moths. Go on. I still don't know why I was doing that low. Anyway, right. So, when it's sinking then... Yeah. All of them are grand because they're all just... They don't mind hopping off each other so they're all in the canoes together. Everyone survives. <laughs> and they're all fab swimmers. And they all have a kiki on the boat on the <laughs> going away. Is this very insensitive? No tragedy. <laughs> well, the other day someone... Like, I was... I thought... I No, no I didn't think. I know... The Titanic is based on a true story, right? Yeah, the Titanic was real and it sank, yeah. But you were trying to tell me the other day that it wasn't. No, you were saying about Rose was being real. And I said, I don't know. Aideen then said that it couldn't possibly happen because she said as soon as they'd hit the water, they'd die of hypothermia in four minutes. Well, she said everyone died, but obviously some people No, there has to be because... Some people did survive, right? Anyway. How do we feel about gay cruises? Would you do one? No. No. <laughs> Why? Imagine me and Jose going on a gay cruise. Like, no shade. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, love it. Yeah. So should maybe we leave it out? No, also leave it in. Okay. But I just I just hate the idea of a cruise. Anyway, I know you love cruises. <laughs> I know you're mad about them, Kev. But I think a cruise is like being trapped. It's basically prison. Like they're trapped a gay being... cruise, though, is what I'm saying. <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, but like, uh-huh. it's, you're still trapped on this, like, you're, vessel. You go, you port, babe. You dock as well. Actually, did the gay cruises dock? No, I feel like it would just, you couldn't even have anything to eat. I'd say everyone be judging what you'd be having at the breakfast buffet. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, well, he's definitely a top having a scrambled egg. Literally, or like, <laughs> you'd be like, you'd have to sort of look every day. Imagine, like, it's yeah. basically like pride every day. Yeah. And sometimes I just want to put on a t-shirt and some shorts. Especially if you're hungover and stuff, the next day you want to be... Enjoying your hangover a bit, you know what I mean? That I didn't actually think of that because you're like, whatever about going on a gay holiday where you can like retire yeah. to your like own apartment and then wake up the next morning with your friends or whatever and like look like you know, death warmed up, like, and you can go to your pool and stuff and like, you know, there might be the families around. Whereas I don't know why I'm going into such extensive detail, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> you're, like, you you're, might put on the kettle <laughs> and around tennis and make a cup of tea, and then you might like put on sun cream on the front and then get your friend to put sun cream on your back. I was like, what are you on about? Have some oxtail soup in the afternoon <laughs> to replenish the salt. I love it. But like, I suppose with a gay cruise, you're like having your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You're doing all the extracurricular bits yeah. with all the gay lads. That's what I'm saying. I'd I would love to go on a gay holiday though. Yeah, like, we need to. We haven't even done a gay holiday. I want to do sitches. Yeah, or Mykonos, or I had a laugh in Grand Can. Is Mykonos gay? <gasps> Party Island. Oh, I want to go to Mykonos then. Now, the Spencer. Where's Fire Island? That's New York City outside of it. <laughs> That's New York City. <laughs> Oh, That's no. New York City, babe. Also, you'd swear I was the queer culture expert. I never, like, I'm guessing, by the way. Guys, for any of your gay travel tips, you can DM Kevin <laughs> or contact him at mygaytravel at kevintoomey.org. Okay, on gay movies, last one, right? Yeah, last one. I feel like we could also be cast in this. So that's okay. why I'm speaking it into mm-hmm, existence. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a great spin-off. So hear me out. And we could do our normal accents. Okay. Young 
offenders instead of the young offenders. Sorry, excuse me. When I came up with this one, I just put down my pencil and I said, that's enough work done for the day. Oh my God. I can be the tall fan and you can be the small fan. Like, first of all, we have been referring to them in the past. Which, which... kind of sends me. Why? Because they like, obviously, as actors, they look like normal people, but they like dress them up in these like caricatures of lads from the north side. And they're saying I look like the tall fella. The tall fella? But I don't look like him when we're just both tall. Yeah. Like they're stunning in real life. But just imagine, it would just be us, right, going around Cork, but pure, like, gay Nari vibes. So we're going around wearing, like, pink tracksuits, having a skit with the girlies. So I just act like myself. It's kind of us playing ourselves. I'd probably have to, like, lose a bit of the... I'm not posh, by the way, but I feel like you'd mm, think I'd yeah, have to you'd be Yeah, you'd have to be more common, yeah. <laughs> yeah, grand. I, but I could. I'm an actor, like by trade, so I could definitely represent. You know what I mean? But like people always say to me, like I just sound like a uh, common girl from the north side. Like that's what I sound like. <laughs> like when I'm on the phone. I love that. And though. like yeah, girl, I know what you mean. Like I don't know what's going on. But I love that for you. <laughs> and also, it would just be us going around, like going to the English market to pick up a few bits. Even if we went on for a cameo. A cameo. Whoever writes for the Young Offenders, <laughs> get onto our agent Alex and we'll chat. Okay, girlies, onto Mamno's best or fave section. Jerry Toomey has lost his position as advice giver this week until next year again, I suppose, really. But he was iconic. Everyone was going on about the voice and saying he'd be pure and good at doing ASMR. And then I sent him a screenshot of someone tweeting us saying he'd be good at ASMR. And he goes, what's that? And I said, it's um, Gay Erotica audiobooks. <laughs> which I say, sent him. <laughs> that was the mean that you pure be winding your dad off. <laughs> I thought he was stunning and I thought he did a very good job. Thanks for your contribution, Dad. Anyway, back to the mammies. Back to the mammies. It's, you have to prove yourself now because we have jury if he ever dropped the ball, you know what I mean? <laughs> First up, Nula Curbs. Question. One of my closest girlfriends is in a toxic relationship, oh, yeah. very on and off. How do I be a good friend in this situation? I don't want to risk upsetting her and her ending up choosing the relationship over our mm. friendship. Mm. Dear listener, you are doing your best at present by being there with your friend and always having a listening ear. Mm -hmm. It's the most you can do. Talk to her also, telling her how you feel about the situation and also reassuring her that you will be there for her no matter what. She decides. You are the only, you or anyone can change the relationship with him. Only she can do decide to do that. Well done. You're doing well at present. Good luck. Oh, that is a tough one, isn't it? It must be so hard. Like, imagine if you got with someone yeah. and I was like, Pure they're logic. like, go me. Yeah. And then I have to, like, either pretend to like them or be like, how am I going to tell you that you're in a toxic relationship? I love when you say pretend. <laughs> That's all I could think of. You always say pretend. It's my favourite. It's the cutest pretend. thing you do. It's oh, it's so a pretend. Well, that's the word, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it is a tough one. Like, like it's so true. Like even using ourselves as examples. I'm a five-year-old, am I? <laughs> but it's so cute. Pretend. Pure Tommy Pickles. <laughs> but like anyway, say your concerns in like a loving way. Be like, you know, I care about you. Do you think this is healthy for you? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then if 
she's like, oh no, I want to stay with him. As my aunt said, you can't change her mind. Yeah. It's her own decision exactly. to make. Okay, Aunt Phil. I say like she's going to pure try extra hard this week. <laughs> she probably is. One second. And that's how you do it, Jerry. Hi, everyone. My question this week is, hi, guys, would love some mammy advice. Living in the UK for years and always planned on moving home, but have now met a guy and think he might be the real deal. Oh. How do I break it to the family and friends that a move home won't be happening anytime soon, oh. if at all, just to add. <gasps> I've got great friends over here. I love my job. Wouldn't just be staying for a lad. The plan had always been to move back, but now I'm feeling very settled, but panicked about how it'll go down at home. Okay, well, you know, you could be worrying unnecessarily there. You you sound happy and it's lovely that you met a guy and you love the job and all your buddies are there. It's great, actually. And uh, I think you should just say to them, as you've said in the text, um, they'll be delighted for you. They won't Aww. mind at all. I mean, I remember when Kevin moved over maybe about six years ago now, I didn't think it was permanent, you know, I thought he was going to be going over there doing the the dance and the drama for a few years and, but I mean, his life is over there now. Um, He comes home, we go over to visit, it works out well, but you're certainly very settled over there and they wouldn't want you coming home, you know, with with a good life over there and mm-hmm. really i mean a flight from here to the uk or from the uk to here you know a couple of hours out of somebody's day and you you say it was always your plan to move back but i mean things are constantly changing in our lives mm-hmm. and the fact that you're so happy and settled now just tell them they will be happy for you i mean the door is always open you know, oh. if in a few years you changed your mind or, you know, you, you had a, a yearning to come home, you can do that too. So honestly, don't be worrying. Um, I think they'll be very happy for you and uh, yeah. it'll all work out. OK, good luck. Oh, very true. Isn't it? Very true. And like, it's kind of advice to us as well, really, yeah. wasn't it? She was like yeah. speaking to It must have been like for you, obviously. Well, like. <laughs> like it's a good advice for you to know that like if you are to meet someone here oh yeah you want to go back yeah that's friend. the way i always feel i always think anyway yeah like it's so true like things are constantly changing i never know like i could be mad to go back to ireland in a few years i don't yeah. know like obviously at the present i'm very much content with being in london or whatever but like also isn't it almost a great predicament to be in to be yeah. like over in a country where probably when you were moving over initially, probably up in a heap thinking, Christ, will I ever make friends? Will I ever meet someone? Yeah. Will I be happy? To then have that and then always know that you can go home if anything ever doesn't work out or you just want to be closer to home. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, girl. I'd say just play it by ear and if you're loving your life at the moment, keep going. Yeah, exactly. Like you've the best of both worlds, girl. Very Hannah Montana. Yeah, girl. Just chill it out, take it slow and then <laughs> rock out the show. Anyway... <laughs> I love that app. I love that app. It was amazing. And girlies, don't kill us now. But... Bit of announcement. It's our last app for a while. We're going to take a bit of a break. Girlies, very much needed. We've gotten you through the lockdown. It mightn't be over yet, but things are definitely getting back to normal a bit. Yeah, so we feel like we can leave you for a bit. Because me and Kevin are going to take a little break so we can focus on 
resting up, recharging <laughs> the batteries, then coming back with a bang. Basically, we want to take a break so we can come back with a glam teaser like we did for the this last season. time. Yeah, kind of that. And also, like, we've been here now in lockdown since when was it? Has it been three or four? Someone said four months the other day and that sounded a bit... Time's a construct. I actually don't know when this all started, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It could be going on for weeks. It could Literally. be going on for years. It's all the one, anyway, at this point. But, like, we haven't really been back home or anything and stuff, so, like, wouldn't we have a better idea of, like, quarantining periods and stuff? Like, we're probably... Like, we haven't seen the fam there since... I know. Fe- I haven't seen, like, my family and friends back home since February. You me know what too. I mean? Which is a long time for me. Yeah, so also girlies, you're well stocked up there with um Netflix recommendations there, so like so you're sorted. You're sorted. So we will be back, don't worry, we're not going anywhere, but we're just taking a break for a few weeks. And from each other, I feel. What? But living in each other's pockets. I, I know mean, but you love me. I love you at the same time, but also living in each other's pockets. I know. Pure we still pocket. will be living together though. <laughs> Like we're not we're not taking a break from, from each, each other. other. I mean, okay, sorry, I misunderstood. Oh, you thought we were going on a break? Oh no, babe, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow morning. I'll see you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Also, we just want to say like a huge thank you to everyone that's been supporting us. I know there's been people who've been on it from day one, who people have just like found us recently. For people who are constantly like sending us messages, throwing it up on their Instagram story. For people who bought a tea. For people who are just like spreading. The news about the podcast by word of mouth and just being lovely about it. Guys, honestly, it's been like, it's, I've been having a scream anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's been like overwhelming. And I know we say this all the time, but like, we didn't have any expectations coming into this. Yeah. Everyone's been so lovely, and every new time a new mammy, I don't know why I gotta talk about I've yeah. heard that there, and I nearly <laughs> balls. No, but literally, it is. I'm just, I'm always so overwhelmed and so grateful mm-hmm. that people are just so kind and supportive, yeah. and like, to, and share us, and tell people listening to us, and give us like good feedback. Yeah, it is. It's just so lovely, and so like, lovely. I'm, it's never gonna be taken for granted thanks to the mams as well who started to feature properly in this season with the voice yeah. notes very 2008 oh my god thank you so much to Nula and Phil who came through on with the stars that we knew they would be and maybe next season they might feature more oh my god is that a bit of, a, that a bit of an exclusive cliffhanger <laughs> also thank you to our haters because we don't have any you, we remember that girl saying about oh, the like thank you for, to that one hater <laughs> Well, there probably is haters, but probably like, a few more. But also, like, free for them because like we're a skit. And yeah, they're missing out. You know what I mean. And everyone who's talking and involved with the podcast while having a laugh. We're all having so, a scream. Like, so like, I actually feel you. bad for them. Me yeah, too. you know what I mean. So anyway, thank you, thank you to Paul Miskell. Just putting that out there. Yeah, scream. we're not accepting a bath We need to oh, calm down. I feel like we need a camera test. Anyway, girlies, thanks so much. I'd like to thank the Academy. Lastly, <laughs> uh, that's our music. They're playing us out. We're gone over the speech time. Anyway, girlies, what do they say? It's not goodbye, it's goodbye for now, is it? It's not goodbye, it's goodbye for now. It's not Slon, it's Slon Gafol. Slon Tamil, girlies. Slon Tamil, I thought it was Gafol. Yeah, both are kind of the same thing, are they? Oh, really? Slon Tamils, like, see you later. Oh, right, I thought Tamil was slow. Oh, no, it's Gamal. Anyway. <laughs> Go on, girlies, bye. See you later, girlies. Bye, Enjoy bye. the rest of your summer. <laughs> sure. You're weird. <laughs> Maybe not the rest of the summer, we don't know. Enjoy! <laughs> bye! <laughs> bye, girlies! Bye, girlies! Bye! 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 bye. 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 I'm getting kind of. Anyway, bye. 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 bye! bye! See you bye. soon! Bye! 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 